You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Three, two, one, zero. Hey, you! Yeah, you! Come here for a minute. I want to talk to you. Bang, 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 bang. Can't find peace of mind, brain needs an overhaul. Bonehead, brain dead, we're all the same. You can't fix straight when your heart is in pain. Turn around, hit the ground, time to lay your burden down. The views expressed on this broadcast of the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show are those of the co-host and guest and do not necessarily reflect those of our affiliates. The topics and opinions on today's show should not be considered as medical, psychological, or professional advice. Mm-hmm. Take 12 Radio is not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship. And now, That's here's your right. host. The man, <laughs> the myth, the legend. The Monty Man. Welcome to the Take 12 Giggle-A-Lot show. Giggle-A-Lot show. Uh, hey, everybody. How you doing? Hi, Tony. Good morning. Tony's here. Uh-huh. Marv's here. I am. Denver's here. Good morning. And we have a special guest in the studio. Brandon is here. Hello. Brandon is an intern out at the Adult and Teen Challenge Center in Shed, Oregon. I know some of you are saying... I don't know where she where is. is. <laughs> Nobody knows. Where is she? Nobody knows. We can't find it. It's a vortex someplace, <laughs> and it just kind of, you get out about a mile from there, and your car disappears <laughs> into the fog or the dust. It's, yeah, it's dust <laughs> right. right now, but fortunately, we had a little rain today, so right. it's yeah, that's the nice. dust. Now it's mud. So welcome to the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show, and uh, th- this show is actually, we've talked about it a couple times, actually has a title to this particular show because we do several shows on this station this one's called the great reality we never refer to it that way much (laughs) but there it is the great reality is just this that we now we have i'm paraphrasing here we now have a host of friends and there you go (laughs) i can't remember the rest of it offhand it's in the big book everything's in the big book except for do not eat hemlock that's not in the big book what's hemlock it's a poison. Don't, 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 don't eat it. Don't eat it. Well, so when people say, well, it's not in the big book. Well, it doesn't say don't eat hemlock, but you probably should follow that direction and not eat hemlock. <laughs> probably not no. eat it. Right? Yeah. Ah, yes. Yes, indeed. So the topic this week is now you see me, now you don't. In reference to uh, what some people, when they're kind of in a nasty mood, may call recovery thieves. These are people that come into 12-step support meetings and hang out for maybe two or three years, and then they vanish. And it isn't necessarily because they relapse. Maybe they just stop coming. But then every year they come get their coin, mm. but they don't come back. Or maybe, maybe they're there, but you don't know they're there because they don't participate at all. They just show up, and they, they kind of blend in with the background. And... You say, hey, did you hear what Joe said? Joe spoke? <laughs> uh, you know, so uh, there, there's that. Um, and so most of us have had experience of coming in and then maybe not being in a while. And anyway, we're going to talk about that and talk about what you guys, what your take on that is. And, and I know Marv has brought up before, you know, people that just kind of leave because they're, you know, got a resentment and, you know, oh, AA's watered down. I'm not going back there. It's watered down. And and so we've talked about being the change you want to see in other people. You be the change. So maybe that's not a valid reason to leave. I We're going to talk more about that. But 
Anyway, welcome, Brandon, to the show. Thank you. Yeah, it's good to have you. So, a little history on, on Brandon. Uh, he came in. When did you come in? Uh, July last year. July last year. Yep. And I was education coordinator, and I was his counselor. Was I your counselor? Yeah. You yes. also did my intake, everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. did all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we searched you thoroughly. <laughs> <laughs> Background check and all. <laughs> well, that's not what I was thinking. I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> So anyway, it's good. It's good to see you, and, you and, and you're rocking it. You've grown so much, and yeah, I was a mess. He's a beautiful asset out at TC. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you are. You Aww. are. And just so you know, and I'll say this once, for danger of you not being able to fit your head through the door, <laughs> you you are highly respected out there. Yes, oh, sir. thank you. That's Aww. awesome. I'm glad yes, to hear sir. that. You get that one time. Okay. If you want it again, you <laughs> have to pay again. me <laughs> or rewind the show. <laughs> Denver, move your mic up a little bit. There you go. <laughs> Lose the kid. <laughs> it starts to move. <laughs> oh, my goodness sakes. All right. So. Stop right there. Okay. It's time for Monty Man's Weekly Wine. The baby. <laughs> okay. So, does anybody have anything to whine about? Way too much. Choose one. Come on. Really? Yeah. You want me to whine about this? Denver, you never whine. I I try not. To. He's got so many. He <laughs> just I, knows I, it's I, a whole show it, if he does. It is, yeah, it overwhelms me. Seriously. Just do one. All right. So uh, I have this dentist appointment, right? Yes. It's been set up for a little bit. And I'm getting my teeth all pulled out. Tomorrow, uh, yesterday, I or was it Friday? Yeah, Friday. I get a phone call saying I need to go by and see my doctor at 8 for a release. My primary. Right. A release to get my teeth pulled at Gentle Dental. Mind you, they're doing a wonderful job, I hope. Yeah, let's hope yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, at at 9, but my doctor's appointment's at 8. So it's really pushing my envelope. Why didn't everybody have this lined up before? Right. I mean, this has been in the order. And General Dental said, oh, we sent that release over, but it didn't get sent back yet. So you have to make sure that you go over and get that taken care of tomorrow. <clears throat> so I'm in a hustle now to, to get this taken care of. And I said, you do realize there's a real good chance I'm going to be late to this uh, dental extraction mm-hmm. at 9. Mm-hmm. So they said, no problem, but... See, this, it's, this, it's kind of a problem, it, it, and it, it, this kind of falls in that category of who is who is the person or persons that sit around and say, "Let's inconvenience everyone." It, <laughs> who should be ramrodding this show? Right, you know, it's like when you go to a doctor's office and then they ask you for your medical history and you give it, you write it all out, and then you go into another room down the hall and they ask it for it again. <laughs> yeah. And I go, "Can't you just bring it up on the computer?" Yeah. Well, we need to have you fill this out. And then you go to the hospital to check in for whatever it is, and they don't have it. (laughs) It's like, you you guys should be linked up. This is, right? This is like, you know, way in the future versus back in the day. But it's like the DMV. You would you would think in the year 2018, you could do a little better. Anyways, so yeah, that well, that's yeah. that's understandable. I'm, I'm anxious about tomorrow, and I hope everything rolls. Oh, that's well. tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll be toothless soon. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be chauffeuring him around and laughing at him while he's <laughs> all jacked out on gas. Got to have the gas. Though. See, Brenda, we like to do weekly wine because we figure if we get out our whining now, then we can have a better week the rest of the week. Of course, Denver won't be able to do anything the rest of the week. So you only have 24 hours to get this all done? Yeah, they're going to take all 20... uh... No, I mean like the referral thing. They gave you that time limit to get all that done? They gave me tomorrow morning, one hour, before I show up to General Dental. Yeah, it threw me for a loop. I'm going, really? I thought maybe we had all this in order. Yeah, right. right. We should have, maybe. So is gentle dental kind of like saying jumbo shrimp? <laughs> right. <laughs> Oxymoron. Have you ever had a gentle experience at the dental office, Marv? No, I haven't. No, I haven't either. I don't like it. Shut them. up. I don't either. All of I you. actually, you know, Shut I really up. love my dentist. Get out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
Eye shots. <laughs> Teeth extraction, eye shots. It's just You know, it I would rather better. have eye shots than all my teeth pulled. Mm. 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 It's a it's it's uh it's an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anybody have anything to whine about? Marv, you got anything to No, I'm good. Gripe, whine, complain. <laughs> Tony? Besides somebody showing up at my door at four AM, I'm good. Yeah, four AM you get a knock on your door. That's always yeah. that's always pleasant. Brandon, are you good? I'm good. You're good. All right. Well, I, 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 after that, he's all good. <laughs> Until the next show, then you'll whine. <laughs> so I'm whining about this because I don't get I don't get to break policy, and why do they get to break policy and I don't get to break policy? So it's kind of it's kind of a personal my it's own my own problem. But I'm going to whine about it anyway. Is this a resentment? It could be. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it, it's not. I, I'm, I wouldn't say break the law because I don't know that it's illegal what, oh what's happening here. <clears throat> but you know when you go to the movie theater, there's a sign. There's several signs. It says, no outside food or beverage allowed. That means Fred, Joe, Pete, Sally, Nancy, and all the rest of you, uh-huh. whoever you are, that means you don't go to your local convenience store and pack your pockets right. with candy and food and sneak them in. Now, if it's beer, you can do that. I, mean, I, I did that for years. Sit in the movie theater and then go, so nobody would hear me open the can. I go, <clears throat> and pop the can open, right? Wow. You did that? Oh, of course. So then we had to switch wow. the hard liquor because it doesn't make any sound. Yeah. <laughs> it's not carbonated. But but the Coke cup you the that you get at, at the concession, it's that waxy stuff. And, and rum that will melts. melt it. That melts. Was it really? So you got to drink oh, yeah. it fast. Oh yeah. What? You'll wear it. <laughs> if you don't drink it, you'll wear it. But oh but God. then when you grow up and you get sober and you're obeying the law and you're obeying policies, hopefully one of the things you're doing is not sneaking food into the theater. Now, is it overpriced? Yes. So yeah. eat before you go. But it just irritates me. I'm sitting there waiting for the movie to start, and all I can hear is candy wrappers being, and I saw these people come in, and they did not go to the concession stand. And there's Hostess Cupcake wrappers flying. There's all this stuff. I'm like, well, you sneaky little dogs. You, you need to let that go, Marty. You need to let that go. Well, I can go. let it go now, but I had to whine about it today. What? Didn't you whine about this not too long ago? No. Oh, okay. I thought you did. Yeah, maybe I did. <gasps> maybe I haven't let it go. <laughs> oh no! You need to let it go. <laughs> uh, I think that was about the uh, parking at the. Oh, movie that's theater. right. That's right. The parking. Remember? Oh yeah. The handicap yeah. parking. The handicap parking. You're a mile down the road. Is right in front. <laughs> Good job, Mark. But then the movie theater that you're going to is a mile down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> Every single time. <laughs> It's like they see you coming and switch, switch cameras. <laughs> you go to the movies a lot, then. Huh? Yeah, he does a now lot. Now we know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I go. In, I I binge movie. Binge movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when I go, I go a lot, and then I then I don't go for a while. But anyway, so and that's really the only thing I have to complain about this week, which isn't a whole lot. So. It's good when you have to think hard on what to complain about. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, of course, to follow that up, we have to have this. Yay! We gotta have a weekly win, right? Sure. Absolutely. So, can you guess what it is, Denver? You're getting your teeth pulled. No, that's oh, not okay. it. <laughs> that's not it. Now, he'll have a win when he gets his dentures yeah. and all oh, that okay, stuff. Yeah, when, when I have a new smile, I'll okay. have a win. Okay, so um, on the 15th of this month, on the 15th of this month is the day last year that I took an early retirement from my job at the Adult and Teen Challenge Center. Mm -hmm. On the 1st of, no, it was 15th of September, I'm sorry. On the 1st of September of this month, and we're hoping and praying that it all goes through, I will officially... Be back at that job Yay. at the Woo-hoo. Adult Teen Challenge Center as the education coordinator. And say that again, Brandon. Yay. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I'm recognize the voice. I was like, who is that? One more time. One more I'm time. excited about it. Yay. Yay. <laughs> now, everybody. Yay. Yay. 
Oh, my ego is my amigo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, like that I didn't know till they were talking to me like I had missed a memo or something. I was <laughs> like, yeah. Well, when Monty gets here, and I thought, I was like, what? 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 Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, Monty's coming back. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. That's yeah. awesome. So I'm I was excited. Super happy to hear that. I'm really excited. Yeah. And your AA birthday's around this time, isn't it? It, it is uh, September 2nd. I almost forgot about that. Yeah, that's a win. Yay! So how many years? Quick, 21. Some, quick, 20, oh, I can drink again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 21, you can drink again. <laughs> <laughs> quick, somebody bake a cake. <laughs> a rum cake. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> It, it's it's hard to well it gets easier to believe mm. as years go by but there's a part of me still it's like I haven't had a drop of alcohol for 21 years amazing isn't that That's crazy awesome. this is weird to me mm -hmm. yeah but it doesn't it isn't it isn't weird it isn't as weird it used to be really weird mm. and now it's just normal I guess but I don't know it's a little celebration though yeah yeah so anyway um, the uh, <clears throat> The Teen Challenge job is bad. I tried to fit into the brand new Teen Challenge t-shirts I bought last year at Spiritual <laughs> Emphasis, and I couldn't, I couldn't get in them. I'm like, well, I'm going to need to drop a few pounds. <clears throat> so, okay, so there's that. We're going to take a short break when we come back. The topic, now you see me, now you don't. Don't go away. You're listening to the world's original recovery talk and positive music radio program, the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show on KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. Hey, did you know that September is officially National Recovery Month? That's right. So I want you to join us on September 7th at Marion Square Park in Salem, Oregon from 2 to 7 p.m. Why? <laughs> it's Hands Across the Bridge. The theme, Building Bridges, and the admission is free. Come join the celebration. We're going to have a DJ, run of live music, food, games, and a whole lot more. This is the 12th annual Hands Across the Bridge. And during the main event, attendees will walk over the Marion Street Bridge to honor those in recovery and to remember those lost to addictions and mental health challenges in the past year. When? Hands Across the Bridge, Building Bridges, September 7th, Marion Square Park in Salem from 2 to 7 p.m. Remember, the admission is free, and there's going to be a whole lot of fun and a whole lot of building bridges. The 2018 Hands Across the Bridge is organized by Marion Polk Peer Coalition and sponsored in part by Take 12 Recovery Radio. Well, welcome back to the show. You tuned into the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show. For those of you listening on Podomatic, if you haven't visited our main website, it is www.take12radio.com. Uh, and there you can access our show on many different formats, uh, WordPress, YouTube, LinkedIn, uh, Podomatic, iTunes, all that stuff. You can download our app as well and take our show with you. Uh, the topic this week is now you see me, now you don't. And in reference to uh, folks that may show up for, well, let me preface it by saying this. The people that do not fall into this category for this topic would be people that have really obviously valid reasons why they don't make every meeting or make every Sunday church service. That'd be some people that are struggling with illness. Uh, like in your case, Tony, you, you've been kind of struggling with some things going yeah. on. And so you're not always able to walk through the doors of places that you would like to be yeah. because you, you haven't been feeling well. And I'm not talking about that kind of yeah. thing. I'm talking about people that, that have total ability to participate in something that's healthy for them, and they they play tag. They mm -hmm. they go in, and maybe they'll show up for a meeting once in a while, and then all week long they've got a weekly wine that lasts all week, <laughs> and, and and they don't. You're like, well, well, nobody no, nobody wants to be my friend. Well, be a friend. Mm -hmm. Show up. Mm -hmm. um, there are people in, and I I hear this. I hear people get very upset sometimes to the <clears> point where they get a resentment. 
Um, they'll say, oh, there's there's Fred. He's showing up for his once-a-year chip mm. to get his chip, and then you never see him again. And people will get irritated about that to the point where I think they're maybe letting it get to them a little too much. That, that's Fred's deal. You, you know, shouldn't shouldn't bother you that much. But, but it does sometimes. And mm. so... I will be the first to admit that I have done this before. I have gone somewhere and uh, because of a resentment or I just kind of got out of the swing of doing it. Maybe I was sick and then I just didn't feel like going and I got tired or I got too busy, you know, and and this happened to me years ago in in relationship to going to church. I just kind of stopped going. And it became easier not to go. And it kind of got away from me. You know, my wife went through that when um, her parents, after she graduated from high school, her parents moved out of state and she stayed. And she, she kind of stopped going because she always went with them. Well, people will do this with 12-step meetings and support meetings too. And so now in, in, in the world of recovery, we have a lot of different recovery-focused organizations, many of which are 12-step based. Some are not. Um, but this happens in our fellowships. And so it's like, where, what happened to Fred? What happened to Julie? I mean, they were going, we saw him every week. What happened? Mm-hmm. Of course, the assumption a lot of people make, which isn't really f- fair, but a lot of people say, oh, they went back out. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, well, maybe they didn't go back out. We don't know, you know, or one that I've been guilty of. Well, I guess they're well. <laughs> you know, it will be kind of sarcastic like that. But um, so, what's your take on this, uh, you guys? What, what do you what do you think about? It? Have you ever fallen into this yourself? Uh, so, I'm going to start with Denver. Oh boy, howdy! <laughs> you would, Marv. You're up. You're on. You're on deck. By the way, be, be thinking about this. Yeah, because I'm going to probably just chime a little bit and then think about yeah more. But. <clears throat> I think sometimes we take inventory sure. of others that disappear. And we don't know their life circumstance. We don't know what's going on. It doesn't mean that they're out using. It Maybe just, they got a job it, somewhere it, out of it town. It just means that something is uh, occupying their time. Because time, uh, it consumes us. You know, <clears throat> you get a new job, like you said. Yeah. You, you got health issues, whatever. Uh, fam- family. Yeah, life happens. Mm-hmm. So uh, from that aspect, we take inventory going, oh, they're using again, or they've disappeared off the map. Or they don't care. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I've disappeared. And it, seriously, I have a close uh, group of friends that if I disappear too far then there's probably reason to to find me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Seriously, mm-hmm. if I get too far out, then, but I'm always within contact. Right. So, uh, yeah, don't get too quick to inventory somebody because they disappear. Mm-hmm. Life gets busy. So don't make an assumption. Do not assume. Of that one thing or another. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's not our job. Yeah. It's, it's. It's it's so. I left a a fellowship meeting that I had gone to for a very long time, because I felt like I was being escorted away from there. <laughs> and some of you know the story behind that. Um, but years went by, and I, I wanted to kind of go back in, but it's it's been very very difficult to get back on track because like like you said Brandon life happens and you know I've got new priorities now now I'm still plugged into my my to a home group um just not that one and I don't know it's it, for whatever reason people leave and don't come back or they just come back once in a while you're right we we probably not ought to assume so somebody asked me last year why I wasn't there, and I, I told them the story. I didn't mention any names. I just said I, I felt like it wasn't a safe place for me at the time. And they said, well, most of those people aren't even here anymore. Why don't you come back, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I've, I've tried to do it. In fact, I've been on my way and got a call and got distracted and, and so forth. So uh, there's uh, there can be all sorts of reasons. Marv, what do you think about all this? I don't know. 
<laughs> he said, I don't know, instead of I can't I know. I can't know. Right? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, there's so many uh, situations. Variables, yeah. Yeah, variables. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, to be honest with you, yeah. uh, uh, I don't care. Right. <laughs> no, I, I hear what you're saying. Amen. Yeah. Wow. You know, but where I do care, mm-hmm. and before the show started, you mentioned this. Right. Is, you know, you'll get people that come in for a year, six months, a year and a half. You right. get to know them. Uh, you have these, uh, what I call, intimate conversations with them. And then all of a sudden, boom, they're gone. Uh-huh. Right. And you say to your best buddy, hey, have you seen? Nope, haven't seen them. So, hey, have you? Nope, haven't seen them. Um, and it's not like. Well, them dirty bastards, they quit coming to AA, but it right. is like, geez, I hope they're okay. hope they're all right. Because yeah. you've had that uh, intimate uh, relationship or, yeah, or, or yeah. Those and, discussion. And gotten involved emotionally. and Right. And uh, so, so that part of it, I don't care for too much. Right. And, that, and that's where <clears> they're like, there's no warning, there's no red flags or nothing. They're just gone. Yeah, and then the other part also you mentioned is the fact that people show up once a year to get their coin, but they won't go to meetings because they've got this some sort of resentment or. But the resentment is just watered down or whatever. Right, right. But the resentment isn't strong enough to keep them from coming and getting their coin, though. Yeah, they got to get their coin. Yeah, yeah. Now I know a guy. That will come back to his home group once a year to get his coin because he lives out of, out of town now, mm-hmm. and he's he's active in his in his meeting up in Salem. But he'll come down here and he'll get it. it that's understandable, you, you know. Tony, what about you? I mean, you seen people come and go over the years? Oh yeah, I mean, I I've actually been one of them these this last year, but like I said, that's because of medical reasons. Right. But when I do go back, I feel kind of like shunned. Maybe that's going off the map a little bit. Ah, uh, I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're like, well, you haven't been here, da-da-da-da-da, what's going on? Or else they just stop talking to you, so you, you don't want to go back to that meeting. So you have to find new meetings because you just feel unwelcome. Right. Is that right. a valid thought? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I've experienced that. Yeah. I've experienced that. It, I don't know, maybe it's because they don't know I mean, what to say. I mean, you don't have to bring your medical records to AA. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my note. <laughs> yeah. Here's my yearly chart. I mean, I'm telling the truth. But, I mean, I don't know. That's why I haven't gone back to my home group yet. Because of the way you were feeling? No, the way I was treated. Because of the way you were treated. Yeah, yeah know, and that's, that's kind of tricky. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to clarify. You know, I said I didn't care. Yeah. And, and uh, I do care. I, I'm not saying that. Right. But what I'm... What I'm trying to say is there's people in meetings who need help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't want it, okay. See yeah. you later. Yes. Right. That Agreed. That's, don't let the but door I hit do you. care. Yeah. Oh, mean, yeah. No, I no, no. I wasn't saying that yeah. at all. No. But you're not going to lose sleep over somebody that's just playing a game. and Right. But I do a lot yeah. of online meetings and speaker tapes. Right. Because that's, you know, sometimes all I can do. Is doing the online thing kind of it? It it's it, not the it same. feels safe because you don't get those connections, so you might get hurt again. No, not really. It's just what I can do at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Because I because I I know I I know of people I've worked with that went the online route because it was safer for them. They felt like it was safer for oh, whatever no, 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 reason. No, no. And sometimes that's justifiable too. I, yeah, no, they're, no, no. They're, they're I mean, I go to meetings when I can. Like sometimes I'll drop into the group one meeting. It's not like all the time, but, right. you know, I'm just, I'm not comfortable going back to that specific meeting yet. Sure. Yeah. So, Brandon, did you ever enter in the 12-step world? Uh-uh. Okay. No, no. Okay. Um, but you, you've been involved in the church world. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see people come in and sure. kind of play tag and then... Absolutely. The Christmas, Easter Christians. Like right. We used to call them that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. So well, I've seen it a lot in TC as well. I mean... So, yeah, expand yeah. on that. Well, it's... And I understand, like, it's hard to not... When you've invested time in people mm-hmm. and they take off or... But it's like you said, you know, if the help's there if they want it, you know. But if they don't want it, 
Right. You know, but I can understand why people would kind of have a resentment or look, you know, negatively towards that. But I think if, you know, if you're there helping someone and your motives are pure, mm-hmm. then, you know, I don't think you should have to feel bad or it doesn't reflect on you at all. So, Right. Um, right. It's funny because the first um, – sponsee i ever had that fired me and i i don't do they still use that term much i haven't heard it much <laughs> yeah they do you know i fired my sponsee or my sponsee <laughs> fired me you know i remember my sponsor telling me someday that'll happen to you you cannot take that personally mm-hmm. um you, i mean it may sting at first but you can't let it last very long you're just gonna have to move on as it and i thought that won't happen to me <laughs> No one will fire me. Boom. Oh, man. <laughs> this guy got in my face, and he was hot, and he said, I'm done with you. And, I, oh, man, I was butthurt. <laughs> I thought, how dare that guy? Doesn't he know how valuable I am in his life? <laughs> <laughs> how much I mean to him. So, Brandon, as an intern out at, out at the Teen Challenge Center, mm-hmm. um, so you, you've alluded to it. You you have watched people come into into the program. Oh, yeah. Right, and they're they're kind of trucking along doing the thing, and then for whatever reason, yeah. Well, even as a student, uh, you know, when a more senior student than the earlier guys come in, and you know, helping them, encouraging them, right, um, talking them out of leaving a lot of the times, and then eventually, you know, six months in or something, they decide to go ahead and leave, and it's hard then when new guys come in after them to start investing more time again because you feel like. You, know, like, you feel like, uh, yeah. And I mean, it's a, you know how it is there. It's yeah. a revolving door. People it's a ro- revolving leave door. a lot. Yeah. yeah. So it's hard to, or I felt that sting, I guess. Sure. When some guys left that I was kind of attached to and, yeah. you know, yeah. it hurt. And yeah, it was hard to start investing time into other guys again. But, yeah. you know, <clears throat> I had to ask myself why, like, it wasn't a reflection on me and mm-hmm. I can't take that personal. Right. And, you know, and I still love the guys like he left a couple of them had left and, mm-hmm. you know, if they want to come back. That'd be great. Right. Um, and I still communicate with them. So. So. So kind of speaking to your thing, Tony, if somebody is if somebody leaves, we really we really should welcome them back Absolutely. without shunning them or. Right. And just welcome them. Welcome them back. Because it's hard to come back. That's a pride thing. You know? Yeah. Mm hmm. So and so, what about when there is a relapse? You know, it, it used to confuse me. I get it now, but it used to confuse me. I thought, well, this guy or gal has been coming to this meeting or this fellowship for seven years. They've worked with people. They they've helped sponsor people. They've walked through the steps with them. And then for what and the relapse I understood I didn't go well how could they relapse uh-huh. that isn't what I didn't understand because they understand this illness but I thought why why didn't they get back on the horse because everything that they were teaching uh-huh. was was also preparing you in case that did happen to get back on the horse and yet they didn't and then it happened to me it was three years in I was three years in. Uh, uh, years ago, and and it, I was like, wow. And it, 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 so there's something about shame and all that stigma and everything else that just comes piling back on top of you. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about feeling powerless? I, you want to walk back through the door? You really, really do, but you don't. You can't move. You know. And so when you do, so when somebody has gone back out walks back in it's huge mm-hmm. yeah it's a big deal you know and and that's one thing i think for the most part people are very welcoming when people come back don't you think marv when somebody uh, comes back i had that experience last night Aww. somebody back came back in yep. yep and they were glad to see them i was glad you were to glad see to see them yeah yeah, yeah. And that's and that, and well, that's one thing I will say. Yeah. Not about uh, the relapse deal, but right. um, when somebody's sketchy, and you've invested time mm. and kind of put yourself out there, and then they go back out, and they come back, and they go back out. 
Um, bouncing ball. One, one thing I noticed about me, and I, I'm not sure right or wrong about it yeah. at first, but um, I'm pretty leery mm. to, to approach. I mean, I might say, hey, good to see you, but to go back to that same level mm. I was at, it takes me a little time, and I think maybe there's a lot of people like that. I think so. I, I, yeah, I'm just kind of cautious and... And I don't think there's anything wrong with being cautious. And every every situation's a little different. Mm-hmm. You know. But I really gotta look at it to see what I'm thinking because uh you know, we, we again we got the pride and arrogance thing and well, you know, you you went out but I stayed in, you know. Right. Exactly. And all, and that's childish, I know, yeah. but then that's exactly <laughs> we're, we're human beings. And mm-hmm. Yeah, and we all do it. I know yeah. I've been guilty of it too. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, I totally agree with Mark. Sometimes we can get a resentment because it's like, why do they get to go out and drink? Uh-huh. Or why do they get to go out and use? And I don't. Uh-huh. But I'm still here, by golly, by George. I may be miserable, but I'm, at least I'm pouring coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's switch it up a little bit. What about people that they've never left, but they're almost like camouflaged. I mean, they, they, they blend in. I mean, the YouTube version of this show has got a picture that says, now you see me in white letters. You can see it plainly, but now you don't is camouflaged into the background. And so there are people like that, that it's like you're not – somebody says, uh, hey, it was good to see so-and-so. And you go, I didn't even know they were there. <laughs> maybe they've been there for years. Maybe you've gone through this. And, it, it, you know, I know that I got – I got real butt hurt one time up in Sweet Home years ago, and I decided, well, I'm just not going to say anything. They don't like what I have to say. Mm-hmm. So it was like the passive-aggressive thing, right? So I'll just not speak. Of course, it was killing me not to How'd do that. How'd that feel? Oh, I was like, oh! <laughs> you know, and nobody really cared. It was like, I was thinking that, you know, that somebody will come up to you and say, gosh, Bonnie, what's wrong with you? Nobody did. Mm. You know, but after a while, people kind of forgot I was even around. And I've known people like that. They'll 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 show up and they'll never plug in. They'll never participate. Um, kind of going through the motions. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel bad for them because I think there's a lot to be gained by participation by plugging in. Mm-hmm. But everybody's at a different place in their recovery too. So just because somebody's new. And they don't participate like you and I would participate necessarily. It doesn't mean they're not getting something from it, right? Yeah. Seeds are being planted. Mm-hmm. But what about the person that never ever, they've been there for years and they just, they're a wallflower. What about that person? What about that person? What's what about a wallflower? That? What about that? What about that? What's a wallflower? I have wall- no idea what a wallflower is. <laughs> oh, Tony. I know that grew. <laughs> they blend in with, oh, okay. with, okay. with the scenery. They're, they're in the background. They're in the oh, background. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, we hear stories about people that first come in the rooms and they sit by the door because it's safe. It feels <laughs> yeah. safe to they sit by the They might want to exit. Oh, that right. was me my first few meetings. Right. Mm-hmm. I just was like. I did that for a long time. Yeah. 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 I think that's normal at first, but if you keep doing but that then five years in, yeah. ten years in, and you're still sitting by the back door yeah, and you're you're problem. never you're never participating and you're not and you're not a shy person, maybe. Maybe out in the real world you're very involved. What what mm-hmm. about that person? I hope they find fellowship. Yeah. You know, you come through the doors to find fellowship. You really you need that. We need that. So, but do you know that when you first come in, or do you no. just want the pain to stop? No, heck, no. I sit at the back of the church sometimes, you know. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I want to be able to get out when I first get there. Mm-hmm. But as you uh, progress in uh, your walk, your journey, you know, I, I hope that people open up and you can build a relationship with others. Right. Because that's what this is all about: being able to talk with people. Bruce H., who was a co-host on this show for like seven, eight years, uh, was very adamant. Sometimes, sorry, Bruce, (laughs) but sometimes a little too much that meetings were not as valuable as I think they are. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Now, we know meetings alone aren't going to keep you sober. I mean, I went to meetings three times a day for three years, and I couldn't stay sober. So just going doesn't do it. But there is something very valuable. I I learned how to speak in front of people at meetings. Mm -hmm. I learned how to sit next to people for an hour and a half that may be uncomfortable, but I I learned how to sit next to them anyway. I learned how to to be humble and, and serve and participate. I mean, there's a lot of things that the meetings taught me mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have got out of. I mean, going to church, it was kind of the same thing. Yeah. You know, I, I learned how to hang out with people that believed in the same God I did, but maybe didn't agree with some of the particulars. Yeah. And that was uncomfortable. You know, I remember reading a book called To Speak or Not to Speak about the gift of tongues mm-hmm. that this guy gave me, just shoved in my face. You need to read this. You know, <laughs> oh, I'm not sitting yeah. next to him next time. <laughs> you know, um, so, so don't you think there's a lot of value in meeting attendance? Marv, what about you? Uh, I do. I do think there's a lot of value. But one thing I was going to say about the guy or gal you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes people, and the reason I'm saying this is I've been there. Sometimes people go to meetings for years, and they have years of sobriety, but their whole world gets tipped upside. Something happens. Yeah. And uh, and it could be uh, extreme depression, uh, anxiety. Mm-hmm. And, of course, all of us know, you know, what goes along with that is is extreme self-centered, selfishness, self-pity, right. all that. Well, those people there, they're uh, going to meetings, but they're not participating because they're unable to participate. So maybe we're making assumptions right. that we ought uh, not make. Mm-hmm. Because like Denver said a little while ago, we just don't know what's going on in their lives. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's a really, really good point. Maybe it's all they can do just to show up. That's all I could do. Yeah. Well, and again, you got to check yourself. Have you reached out to them? You know, maybe they're waiting for somebody to engage them. Mm-hmm. And have you ever heard about the, you know, people that will go to church with the intention to test you? I've heard this. <laughs> I've heard this before. Well, uh, we went and we sat on the other side of the building. And waited with our hands folded to see if anybody would say hello. Yeah. And no one did. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going back. I've been guilty of that. Just first time in a church to right. see how much people interact with you and how welcome you feel. Or Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you act like that, you kind of put that off and it's kind of off-putting. I mean, you know, who wants to approach you when you're like, yeah, we'll see. Grumpy cat. Grumpy cat. <laughs> Grumpy cat. Um. But that's but you're right. It, it it really is kind of those of us who've been around a while, whether it's church or Rotary Club or the Boy Scouts or AA or NA or whatever. It, those of us who've been around a while, when somebody's new, we're supposed to be the hand that reaches out in some way. Now, some of us are a little bolder than others. And some of us are kind of shy. You know, um, I think my experience the very first. 12-step meeting I ever attended in Stockton, California, I walked into this room and it was this long, skinny room and it was filled with smoke. I mean, you could not see to the other side. (laughs) And at at the other end, there was a window that was all grown over with blackberry bushes from the outside. It had broken through the glass. There was a fan in the window that didn't work and blackberry bushes were oh my god kind of wow. in- integrated into the wow. fan and it was Stockton is in San Joaquin Valley and it was summertime so it wasn't very comfortable it was pretty hot in there <laughs> i walked in and this old guy is at the very first seat as i walked in and i sat down and he patted me on the hand he goes are you a drug addict <laughs> <laughs> and i said and it was an AA meeting. And I said, I don't know. And he goes, you're in the right place. <laughs> Scary. And he patted me on the hand. And he was he was rough around the edges. He was kind of, he had that smoker's kind of sound in his voice. But I knew I was welcome. Mm-hmm. 
It didn't matter to him why I was there. He was he, he welcomed me anyway. The very next day, on the other side of town, I went to another meeting, right? And I had a T-shirt with a Christian fish on the front of it. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't there more than 20 minutes. And some guy come up to me and said, we don't want Jesus freaks in here. Wow. What? So, uh, yeah. And so I was like, and I won't name the fellowship's name, but it was a 12-step fellowship. And I was like, huh. And I think what God showed me, and at least I had the wherewithal to realize it at the time, I got both sides of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. And I got to see that, you know, it's okay to find a home group where you feel comfortable and you feel welcome. You're not always going to get that Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. And that was just one guy out of about 20 people that were in that second meeting. So you never know. So don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Right. Mm -hmm. So I went back to the first one where the old codger was and I went there for a long time and it was and it was, oh, the smoke was horrible. (laughs) The fan didn't work. The briars. were. I took up smoking (laughs) without smoking. Um, Yeah. And then it was right next to what they call an Alano club, which was a combination of different meetings and so forth. But I've never forgotten that old guy. You know, and then years later when we're up here, I met old Norm. Remember Norm? Oh, yeah. You know, and he wasn't rough around the edges. He was kind of soft-spoken and gentle. But he reminded me of that guy because he was always, he was always, I'm really glad you're here. Good to see you. You're right where you belong. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He was very, very welcoming. And and he would be, he would be the first to say, where you been? You know, I mean, it was just, it was good. So I think. Those of us who have been around a while, we have we kind of have an obligation to be the hand of whatever fellowship we're in and welcome people back that maybe have played the now you see me, now you don't mm-hmm. thing. Because we don't really know what's going on, do we? I mean, no. Not, mm-hmm. not really. But boy, can we judge. Well, so-and-so, they're probably back out. Yeah, inventory. Mm-hmm. You know, they're Fast. on vacation, for crying out loud. They're in <laughs> Omaha or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any closing thoughts? Wow. Nope. <laughs> I'm hoping tomorrow goes well. Yes, let's all pray for Denver. <laughs> yeah. So Denver, it, it'll work out fine. Yeah. So let's pray right now, real fast. Heavenly Father, we just ask, Lord, that you, Your hand of protection and and the peace and calm would be on Denver as he uh, goes through teeth extraction, um, preparing him for really a really good thing. And that's a brand new grill. And uh, so that's going to be exciting. But uh, be with the surgeon's hands and and the whole process tomorrow. And uh, just help him walk through this thing uh, quickly. And uh, knowing that you've got his back. In Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Oh, can I say happy birthday to my dad? Yeah. Okay, just did. (laughs) Say it again. Happy birthday, Daddy. Too late. I know. (laughs) How old? Uh, Happy birthday, Bell. Happy birthday, Bell. Come on. <laughs> maybe oh. almost 80, maybe older. Wow, maybe yeah. older. <laughs> maybe? 80. Oh, and James, too. His James? is on the 30th. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Mine's October 1st. Happy birthday early. That, that's like a whole nother month. <laughs> <laughs> Closing in. Let's celebrate them all. Perfect. <laughs> All right, our closing song uh, this week is by Michael Purrington, the uh, recovery comedian singer guy. And uh, it is called Middle of the Herd. Here's Michael Purrington and the Messengers.
Michael Purrington with his song, Middle of the Herd. Until our next broadcast, this is the Monty Man along with the Take 12 Recovery Radio family, and we are wishing God's perfect serenity for you. Bye-bye now. This has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. She's a super cat, super cat, she's super kitty, meow. Yeah, kitty, 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 meow. <laughs> <laughs>